I know you're a big deal. I just don't know why. <laughs> I did, seriously. <laughs> so every time, I just. I'm happy. And so when I was getting ready to do this podcast today. That's the quote I want on my Facebook page <laughs> and on my resume, on my LinkedIn. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van And it is Car Con Carne, the world's only food podcast recorded in a car. That car is my uh, desperately in need of a cleaning Mazda 3. I'm on Clark Street right now, just south of Bryn Mawr. The destination, Little Bad Wolf, alongside for for the evening, for the cheeseburgers there, uh, a colleague, a co-worker, a, a wonderful human being, Lindsay Marie. Hi there. Middays on the loop. I should mention, Lindsay, you know, we are officially in spring. And I, I know you don't own a house, but if you did, you know what I would tell you? I would tell you, you should use Gleason's Landscape. Uh, they've been beautifying America one house at a time since 1954. You should check out the reviews on Facebook. They are family-owned and operated, and you can look them up on Facebook to see their work. And you can also feel free to contact them for your free estimate that is Gleason's Landscape. So here we are. We've worked together for a year. Okay. But we've never been social. I mean, we've been social at work, but we've Whoa. never like gone out and done like social stuff. Oh, this is like, yeah, like a This a is hang. a first. Yeah, this is this is our first official hang. And it makes me feel good because I'm the one that invited you here. You I was are. Okay, I was kind of hurt because Virgin has gotten his turn April. Have you taken Pike in the back? I haven't. You put Pike in here? No, I haven't put Pike in here. Okay, okay. Wait, but here's the thing. I have to space out. I try to balance my guests. So okay. I might have a band one week, might have an author another week. If I just had people I knew from the media every week, <laughs> no one would listen. I know, I know. I've already thought that scenario out in my head. I think you have a good balance here, but I'm happy to invite you up here to the north side. I, I used to live right around here. And in fact, we've got these burgers from Little Bad Wolf. Uh, I want to open it up, open up the burgers and show it on Facebook Live as we do it. Let's do it. So that people can watch this. Oh, yeah. Please turn that ringer off. I am. Thanks. Amateur hour. What is this? So here's the thing. I just created the Carcone Carne page on Facebook. So I'm going to share this video on Carcone Carne, which means no one will see it. Okay. But then I'll share it from my profile, which has more people. Okay. And so eventually people will see it. Okay. So we, as we watch this and we see maybe one person tune in and one little sad heart floating around, understand that it's it's a growing process. It's a building it's not reflective of our wonderful personality. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> All right, so let's. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and start okay. this, right? I'm so awkward in front of a camera. You and me both. Great. Yeah, so let, let's really. Should I turn the light off? Should I turn the dome light <laughs> off so that no one. No, there's filters for that, but that's that's like the new incentive, right? Facebook is all about streaming lately. Uh huh. Okay, so here we go. Okay. We're about to go live. I'm going to click go live here. Oh, see, you look great on camera. How no, dare you? So this is ridiculous. You do. You do. Uh, so here we are. Uh, it's Carcon Cardi. That's Lindsay Marie. Hey. Uh, we work together at the Loop. Lindsay does middays right after Man Cow. And uh, Lindsay picked the place. We are, where are we tonight? We're at Little Bad Wolf. Little Bad Wolf, which is Edgewater, Andersonville-ish. Yeah. No, it's the in-between. If, if I think it, I would think it's like prime real estate really i actually bought a bought i just leased apartment around the corner so i could be close to little bad wolf all right now you love this hmm. place and in fact you told me before we went went here tonight you said i don't just take anyone there because this is like your special place this is your happy spot <sighs> this is where i test if i really like somebody honestly i like cheeseburgers are a really big part of my life and if you like what i like then we're we're on the same page 
So we, I, I went there and I pre-ordered the burgers before you got in the car. Okay. Got to be honest, the place completely stressed me out. Did it? It's so tiny and it's so packed with human beings. Like I get claustrophobic really easily. Yeah. I, want, I wanted to run out. Okay. I've been there before, but that's why they serve you drinks. They've got a little curtain, so it, you hardly feel like you're in a you know a coffin box. And we're in this this spacious Mazda. What is this? this a Mazda 6? It's a Mazda 3. Mazda 3. Uh, this car it feels more comfortable and less stressful than Big Little Wolf or Little Bad Wolf. Or I'm telling you, the stress is totally worth it. It's my favorite cheeseburger. I, I trust you on this. And here's the tricky part where while I'm on the phone, I grab the cheeseburgers and I'm going to... Hand them over to you. Okay. Because I, I can't do two things at once. I feel like I pay their electric bill at this point. Like, my entire... You go that ins- often. Yeah, my... Seriously, my Instagram feed is just covered with this. Look at this beauty. Well... Okay. We're getting there. Okay. Keep going. Keep stripping. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep stripping. Slow and teasingly. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, this is the... F- Ooh. Ooh, Ooh it's a double burger. So this... All right. The, there are three different sizes. I'm There's the... Uh, Little bad wolf. There's the little, the bad, and the wolf. I got us both bads. Oh, I like the way that looks. Yeah, no, it's pretty. And you know what? There's a lot of power and simplicity. Yeah. I think some of the burgers in Chicago, like you know, I won't name any names because we, you possibly need future. Uh huh. Uh, what? Here, I'll take this one. Yeah, take that baby. And um, I just like the simplicity of it. Um, it looks, it looks, and it doesn't look like much, but it's a good burger. Well, you know, they've got the American cheese melted. So many burger places will put uh, cheddar or a different kind of cheese. American just melts better. American, I think, makes a better cheeseburger. You told me that. Yeah. And that's honestly the trip to a good, I think, a good burger has to have a good bun, and it has to have that melt factor. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's an actual word for that. The that, melting. It needs to just melt beautiful. in your mouth. Like, mm. All right, so the fries, okay. they're like really skinny little fries. They're skinny fries. They have an aioli sauce that usually comes with it when mm. you're in the stressful packed restaurant. All right, they're not terribly warm because I got these a while ago, but mm-hmm. I get the sense mm-hmm. that these might be good if they're hot. And they're perfect with the sauce that they usually include. You got gypped on that. I did. You were probably the only guy that's like, hey, can I have this to go? And then you brought I it back s- to your car. I am. Uh, they were very friendly. Good. Are you going for the first kill? I'm, I'm going. I. Okay. I feel like I should focus on you first. Okay. They didn't give us napkins, did they? Oh, it's, it's downhill from <laughs> This <here>. is trouble. <laughs> This is <laughs> you can't pornographic. Talk. It is pornographic. It's so good. Oh, look at that. That's a wait. That is a nice. It's a nice medium rare. Yeah. No. I mean, I used to eat my burgers medium. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I don't like tasting a hockey puck. I like. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's delicious. All right, we're, we're gonna have to turn off the camera. I can't. I can't do that to us. Is have people watch us eat. So thank you. This is, I, I've this already is spilled messy. all over myself. Oh, this is, this is bad. I, I'm wearing this. I might have extra napkins. Yes. Okay. Of course, you're a dad. You have extra totally, napkins. I also have Thank wet you. wipes in the back seat. I'm on this. Oh, Lindsay, this is quite good. This Thank is really you. good. Like, I'm taking credit for it. Like, Thank you. Thank you. Well, I know you... I mean, see, when I think of you, I think of you in two very different ways. I think of you as... A burger lover, like hardcore, will will seek out every bad for you burger in the area. Mm-hmm. But then you post all these pictures of you working out. The problem is, is I, I I was starting to gain like a lot of weight, like a lot, a lot of weight. Because when you're eating like you know three half pound burgers a week, and everybody can tell you, oh, you know, 
She's fishing for compliments. She wants to be told she's not fat. Really, it's it's the point where I was like getting winded. <laughs> I'd be walking around and I would like I'd be working out, sure, but then I would still feel like crap. So I'm down to like a burger a week now, which is good. I mean, especially when burgers cost you like 15 bucks a pop in Chicago. Yeah, these were not cheap, but this is really good. And the bun, I think another secret to a good burger, Mm -hmm. don't get fancy with the bun. Mm -hmm. This -hmm. is a really simple bread that doesn't distract from the meat. Mm -hmm. This is delicious. And it's a hidden gem, right? Yeah. And and truly hidden. I mean, it's really easy to miss. It's on Bryn Mawr, just west of Clark. Mm Mm-hmm. It's my favorite burger in the city. I've done Bad Apple. Bad Apple's my second favorite. It's mm-hmm. in Lincoln Square. I've got like a, a grid map of this. I swear. I believe it. Of all my favorite cheeseburgers. And then, you know, there's the Lockdowns and the Kumas. It's the similar kind of thing. The bigger, the better burgers with the loud metal experience, which is rad. Absolutely. Um, I come here for the burgers and cocktails. It's just good. It's good date night. So this is a date night. Mm-hmm. I love this first date. Good. This is how it usually works, except for I keep talking the whole time and then the guys try to leave are you one of those people who will talk just to fill the space i get nervous if i'm with someone and that person isn't talking i will just start yammering just because i hate that because it's dead air it's dead air (laughs) and you are a radio nerd through and through you like it's that awkward silence i can't can't do it you know what i've noticed though in our conversations then at work Hmm. i start talking over you and then i have i also have crippling social anxiety so at night i review me talking over you I don't think I was aware of that. Yeah, I was just thinking about that in the shower, n- like getting ready today. I'm do you like, do that with other people at work? Probably, and it, I don't mean like to Virgin? be- Like Virgin? Oh, Virgin's his own, like, he's his own animal. You just, like, when Virgin comes into a room, you just, he takes up the space. He he, he commands a lot of space. I really respect talk, him. you can't talk over him. You can't talk he's over him. He's too loud. I think we're just so excited, usually. I talk <laughs> over you. And then you patient, you're so patient and you let me do it. So I need to, I need to work on my manners this year. So you mentioned you just uh, got a new place in the area. Mm-hmm. You've been in Chicago now for two years? Two years and counting, two plus. How long, now I've lived here my whole life. I, I've never lived anywhere else. How long until a, a place feels like home? <clears throat> I don't know. I haven't gotten really comfortable anywhere yet. I've. It's funny because if you were to go to my apartment right now, I don't have a lot of things, so I never really settle. You know, I'm I'm always expecting to go someplace else. You know, I've got my backpack. That's um, so radio. It's so radio me, but I've I'd say three or four years. You want to have friends that you can hang out with. I go. Mm-hmm. My idea of friendship is the cheeseburger bar. Actually, my girlfriends are the one that introduced me to this. We'll do like bar trivia and everything. And I want to do bar trivia. Yeah. You're super smart about super stupid, crazy things. That's it. I'm not super smart. You're right. That's what trivia is for. I I can't do math, can't do science. That's what trivia is for. Find some good friends that will do trivia with you and eat cheeseburgers with Mm -hmm. you. You can, you, honestly, you can live anywhere. You can live anywhere. It's the people you know that makes it a home, I really think. Yeah, I I think that's fair. This burger was so good. Are you you lying to me because we're on microphone right now? No, not. I I would be honest if I didn't like it. Uh, That was delicious. Yes. And I'm yes. telling you, it's the American cheese. It's the simple bread. The pickle kind of like stands out. You could have even done the aioli sauce, but and we didn't get it. It was truly cooked to a perfect medium rare. And I don't hate myself after eating it. I mean, I will later, but I don't. Mm-mm. Like, it's good. It's just a lot of, I don't know. Super flavorful. Not a lot on the burger. Super flavorful. I, I really enjoyed that. So I would probably never eat inside there. Just because I hate crowds. On a crowds. day you would. No, I wouldn't. I, I hate... I hate going to really loud places. Was it popping? 
Yeah, it was, it was oh. slammed. I mean, it was wall-to-wall humans, people standing, 45-minute wait. Oh, yeah, I hate that. And you know what? I always felt like that's just Chicago, right? I thought... See, I think the Chicago way, when I see people, like if I'm uh, driving through downtown on a Saturday night, which isn't that often, but let's say I'm driving through River North, and I see people lined up down the street to get into a bar, that to me is not Chicago. Yeah, I see your point. Chicago is, screw that, I'm not going to wait for the honor of paying you money to drink expensive beverages. I'm just going to go hang out with my friends. We are a tavern town. Downtown makes it look like we're not. We're a tavern town. This city doesn't want to wait 30 or more minutes to to eat dinner. It's totally a tavern town. So I don't know what that place's niche is. It's not a tavern, but it's not. This is place? it date night? You think that's date night with a good cheeseburger. So it's exactly what they want for my money. Like, mm-hmm. I am, I'm it, right? Like yeah. early 30s, you know, take my cash. I'm going to take my Tinder date there. Mm-hmm. And I, even you, if you, I bail midway through, I can leave. With do, a good, do you Tinder? I, I hate myself, so I Tinder. I'm, I think I'm a masochist because I hate Tinder so much, but I just re-downloaded it last night. But isn't I that... should show you the matches. Oh, no, that, that that seems not right. Okay, fine. But yeah, show me. Okay. Um, I saved some to my desk. So you don't think you, like girls will screenshot the ridiculous ones? Oh, I believe they do. But you know what? For an opportune moment just like this, <laughs> I have to show you. The Chicago dating scene. The Chicago eating and dating scene. So how bad are guys on there? Like, Well, let's start with Shane and go up from there. Shane works out. Shane's got a belly tribal tattoo around his belly button. He's he he looks fit. Like, is that a sublime tattoo? I, yeah, it is, and it doesn't look like he eats very many burgers. But it says porn star question mark. Okay, next one, next guy, next. We'll we'll say no to him. Kyle. Kyle looks nice. Kyle is a marijuana consultant. Hello, ladies. Since you are here, you is running the yoga pants factory. What? 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 <laughs> Please read that from BJBO. Okay. Hello, ladies. Since you are here, you is ru- <laughs> you you read that correctly. You is running the yoga pants factory. He's a marijuana consultant. Look I, at- he looks stoned to the tits too. Oh. Okay, next. No, this guy. Uh, I'll what, just go next. Wait, wait. Was that a leaf blower? What was that? No, those are guns. Oh shoot! Yeah. Big fan of road trips. <laughs> I'm spontaneous. I like road trips and shotguns with my road trip. Okay, and he's only seven miles away. Alarmingly close. So, so, All right. Wait, what about Tom? I'm sorry. This might be getting old. But I, is, wait, is that an Iron Man costume? I don't know. I think that's an Iron Man that's costume. That's not Iron Man. Well, it's like an Iron Man. No, that's the anime. That's below Iron Man. It looks like a cross between Iron Man and like medieval cosplay. No, there's a nerd tier, and that is below cosplay. There's anime. Well, there's definitely, there's definitely there's, cosplay. There's the thing. Cosplay is dressing up. He, he's there's got the like... comic book fans. But he's got fans. He's got like the metal suit and like the yellow faceplate like Iron Man. Uh, he's got a neck beard. He's got like three necks. Man. <laughs> David's looking Sing! For... I'm sorry. I'm not uh, Oh, awful. no, no, no. But Okay. He's looking for Miss Wright... And miss right now. Oh, oh, so he wants it right now. Yeah. I don't think you have... If you have, like... What's up, player? Oh! No! no! Oh, next. No. Okay. All right, no. next. All right. Cheeseburgers. That, that awkward moment when a co-worker pops up. <laughs> Who's very nice, by the way. I, I, I adore field. him. I would totally date him. Would you really? Yeah. Going back to the working out, because that is part of your online persona. It's funny that that is it, because I am not an athlete. 
But I mean, you you work hard. How long have you been working out? I mean, because it, it seems like a very big part of who you are. I've been doing it for like four years. Mm-hmm. I've never been athletic. I sit in a studio all day. I did it because my mom, my mom's sick. My mom has MS and she kept like falling out of her wheelchair. And I felt guilty because I couldn't do anything about it. Like yeah. I, I called 911, right? And you wait for the paramedics and, you know, she was on the floor. And I just, I don't want to get too it's serious tough. about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard. So you have to find something that moves you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think weightlifting for women is very like punk rock. Like women are told all the time not to get big, don't get too right. manly. You know, it's this like, okay, dude, like don't don't get too masculine looking, don't get too strong. You want to take up late, less space. So like lifting to me is like just as punk rock as, you know, some of the music we play. It's like, I it. I'm going to lift some stuff up. I'm going to lift my mom up and then, <laughs> you know, I'm going to eat cheeseburgers afterwards because you're burning through so many calories. I justify it in my head like it's okay. I think it is. Hum- Estimate how many calories you think no that way. burger was. Because I have well, to track it. I've got a calorie tracker. I'm going to say give or take 1,200. That burger was easily 1,200, let's say. Uh, that's why I didn't eat today for this. I had a smart one, uh, one of those Weight Watchers frozen dinners, Ew. which is like an appetizer. Like, <sighs> you eat that and you think, okay, I'm ready for lunch now. Mm-hmm. That, that's a great start. I am ready to, to keep going here. I, you know, like... That's a whole new... I'm going to choke now. Um, that's a whole new level, man, of self-hatred. It really is. Like, you're like, I, it's only 200 calories. Well, it tastes like crap, but I need to, you know, button my jeans tomorrow. And to be clear, after <laughs> after having it, two hours later, I'm at the radio station vending machine getting peanut M&Ms. The fact that that vending machine can accept credit cards oh my God. is the problem. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> it's true. the first place I've ever worked. You, just, you can use Apple Pay or you can <laughs> slide your credit card and bam... It's Snickers, it's... It's Pop-Tarts. I have done Pop-Tarts from that vending machine more times oh, than I should admit. Oh, the iced ones? Uh, there's Yeah, there's strawberry there's, iced Pop-Tarts. Okay, there, there, there. I've heard that there's Pop-Tarts without icing on it, and then I'm like, what What's the, the crap point? is that? Right. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, by the way, don't be tricked. I, I do enjoy the Pop-Tarts. Don't be tricked into getting the A&W Pop-Tarts or the Orange Crush Pop-Tarts. <laughs> both, both will let you down. you got to do a whole podcast on that, then. <laughs> This is my life. I, I'm I'm that guy who sees the wacky flavor and I want to try it. Oh, then then you did the Peeps one then for the Oreos Easter. Yeah. Did your poop turn pink? I didn't notice. I didn't know. I you didn't I eat enough. Clearly, but I, I did have the the Peeps Oreos. I got them right away. I, I've had the cinnamon <laughs> bun Oreos. Yeah. I've had uh, the lemon ones, which are delightful. So then, do you like crazy stuff on your cheeseburger? Then that's a whole nother conversation. No the peanut butter and jelly. No, no, people, no, no. People do that. No, I'm pretty pretty pure. I mean, I do like going to Kuma's and getting some of their burgers, but by and large, like the craziest I'll do is a fried egg. Mm-hmm. I do like the fried egg on the burger. That was an offer with this one, but mm-hmm. you had to do a triple cheeseburger, a little bad one. And I, I, to I, get I, it. I wasn't convinced it would keep if I did that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how much lag time I'd have in between ordering it mm-hmm. and us actually eating it. Mm-hmm. So I had to be smart. And tell you what, I would go over. I would choose a cheeseburger bar over most everything in the city like people go get steak like that's their example of a fine night out right mm-hmm. like with your wife for your anniversary or something i like cheeseburgers bar bars to the point where like i don't enjoy the fancy night out i feel guilty for being I, there i i agree when i can enjoy this just as much my favorite cuisine is probably bar food yeah so all right so we've established that tinder perhaps is not appropriate 
Maybe I, I've tried OkCupid, you know. I've tried, like, running into people at yoga class. It just doesn't... Are there, are there dudes at yoga class? Mm, there's a couple. Are they straight? No, no. See? <laughs> I'm, to be fair, I'm, you know, this is Andersonville. I mean, it's... Yeah. This is my hood over here. I, I stick out like a sore thumb on the straightest thing here. That may be true. <laughs> exactly. I used to live over by Lawrence and Ashland, so not far from here. And in this area, it is remarkable. I moved out of this area probably 2002. It is so different now. Mm-hmm. I mean, back when I was going to this area regularly, there was Kalo, which was the pizza place, which turned into Finestra de Kalo, which is like a more high end. But back then, it was just a really dingy pizzeria. Oh. It was a sit down, and they had like live karaoke and stuff, but it was Kalo's not. like my favorite Italian now. I used to do the pizzas. I used to save yeah. the coupons. You know, 20 coupons gets you a free pizza. Um, Reza's was a big place that's still there. Uh, and that was really it. I mean, Swedish Bakery was just closed. Um, no, that is a bummer. And uh, and Sather was over here, and now it's over on uh, Granville, like Granville and Broadway. Okay. See, I've only been here two years, so you, you guys can talk like through grid systems. And, oh, no, <laughs> it's in the 2000 block. I have no concept of that. I, I'm not very good with the numbers. No, I, no I can't, me neither. I can't correlate numbers with streets, but I know exactly where I am, no matter where I am. You're in the right place. I really like it up here. So. And you're, you're a Detroit person. Yeah, I'm born and, born and raised in Detroit. Uh, actually, uh, I was Kid Rock's neighbor. Is that true? Yes. And you can quote me on it. Dude lives in Clarkston, Michigan. He doesn't live in Detroit. He doesn't live off 8 Mile. He's in the suburbs. <laughs> He's in a gated community in the suburbs. So he was literally your neighbor? Yeah. The Ritchie family was... Yeah, but I mean, I, I left in like 2000. So I mean, he was like kind of rich, but not like country kid rock. Mitch, he still had his strippers and like midgets at the time. Right, he was, he was the bull was god. blowing up, right, mm-hmm. the bull god. Right, 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 right. So I mean, I don't know. I'm sure he's got lots of cash now. So one thing, let's go back to radio. Okay. Uh, it seems like you were born into radio. You have this quintessential radio voice. Really? When, oh, absolutely. You absolutely have a, a fabulous radio voice. When did you realize that was what you wanted to do? I'm so taken back right now. Thank you very much. Uh, I I don't know. I'm a fail. I'm actually a really big nerd. So I was a nerd in Michigan. Um, I was a nerd. I was raised in Florida, and I used to do theater. Okay. And. Uh, I could sing and I could kind of act, but I couldn't dance. And everybody else went to like New York and they did performance school. And I just, I don't know. I went on monster.com when I was 17 and I applied to be the Bob and Tom board operator. I had no idea who Bob and Tom was. Did, did you know how to run a board? No idea what a board was. And I just walked in. I, my mom put me in this ridiculous like power suit that was too big on me. It's, this is a true story. And I walked into uh, Beasley Broadcasting. In Fort Myers, Florida, Market 63, and I just pretended like I knew what I was doing. I was doing it like an audition, like as if it was like a theatrical audition. Like I knew what I was doing, and I belong there. And but then, that's the secret to getting a job, right? It's that yeah. swagger. It's that walking into a room like you know what... I was 17. I had no idea what I was talking about, but I pretended right. like I Right. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like that swagger can go can yeah. compensate for a lot of deficiencies. I see all these interns that are like 40 at the, at the radio station right now, and I feel really bad, because all you have to do, you don't need to go, you know, you, have, wait, you don't wait, have wait, to get a degree. Wait, what interns are you seeing? I <laughs> you have, really? I, I don't see any interns. Oh, well, you know, they're dispersed, but I'm saying most of them don't know why they're there. Most of them are really quiet, and they don't know what they want. Now, the traditional radio model for interns is hire... 
hot girls from the local colleges and 20% dudes. That it, it has always been a guy doing the hiring. Every radio <laughs> Maybe station. Maybe that was my in then. I was better looking at 17. I was. But that was always the case. Every radio station I've worked at, it was always some no. some dude running the promotions department no. hiring just a, a throng I, of hot nubile co-eds. I was never an intern. I got paid to be clueless, but I did I did it all. Here's the thing. I made myself completely available. Everything, everybody else didn't want to work, mm-hmm. so like I was there Christmas morning and, and, yeah. and Thanksgiving and all these huge events that, you know, kids would go to party and I'd be up at three in the morning to run the Bob and Tom show. So you know, you make seven dollars an hour for five, eight years, yeah. you know, and then people begin to respect you, I guess, over time. And then, you know, I got bumped up from doing like overnights because I was awful. And then I was <laughs> doing middays and then people kept believing me like they kept like, I don't know, I kind of went along with it. Like, this is who I am. And people believe me. I don't know. It's so funny. One of the best pieces of advice I was ever given before I started working full time, say yes to everything. Which yeah. is exactly what you're saying. Like, even if you don't know how to do something, if your boss says, I need you to do X, Y, and Z, if it's, you know, basically, I need you to build a flux capacitor, yep, I, I'm on it. Then the second he leaves the room, you scramble and figure out how to get it done, but always say yes. Always say yes. And back then, it's like if you screwed up, it was harder to catch you. Everything was like our air checks were done on like cassettes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You could say, so oh, I lost the tape. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I, oh, I lost the cassette tape. You can't, we oh, can't, yeah. you know, critique anything. The, the machine aided. Now, yes. an air check for, for, those oh. who don't know, is something that radio managers will do with their air staff, their their talent. They'll sit down, listen back to a tape or digital recording of that air talent show and just painstakingly go through it. It, it makes me want to blow my brains out whenever I sit through one of those. It's a performance review. It is. Sure. It's exactly what it is. And it's like listening to yourself on your voicemail. It is. It totally all, is. All the time. It's like, thank you for calling. It's awful, but it's like their way of... what. What did they get from it? It's management. I mean, it's painful for me. I, I should mention that you do radio in like tw- you're you're on the air in like thirty different cities. I'm not in like I think seven, including the loop, which is a lot. It's not a lot. It's a lot. I'm it in sucks one. Sucks out my soul. I do it all day long. But no, it's the only thing I'm good at. So, like I said, I've just written. I've just kind of like. This is it. Once I walked in there with that pantsuit, and those, like, I've just like I've been committed. I'm like, Sealed. I'm a yeah. fraud, and I'm just gonna ride this out to the very end. But um, no, I, I was talking out of an Ozzy Osbourne song. Mm-hmm. Um, no more tears, maybe. And I was just talking about the end of Sabbath, and he wrote me an email, and he's like, uh, "Why were you talking about Sabbath outside of an Ozzy Osbourne solo track?" And I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of trick, a new thing. It's is just, that a trick they just question? Ended. Yeah, it just happened a month ago. And it's and- crazy because I think our jobs are the only, the only jobs where you're 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 you're, you're they're critiquing who you are, your personality, or what you mm-hmm. thought was really cool at the time. It's all it's all ego bust. So for people that take things like too seriously, like myself, the introverted, extroverted introvert that I'm. Um, have crippling social anxiety. It's it hurts to do a performance review like an air check. To say that sucked. What were you doing talking about Black Sabbath out of an Ozzy Osbourne single? And then you obsess about it. And then I think about it, and then mm-hmm. I have to do it six more times. Uh huh. <laughs> I found you know whether it's a program director or a listener or whoever's being shitty to you, usually I just need the clarity of a good night's sleep. I've been to therapy over radio before. Really? Yeah. Over our bosses, man. Like not the ones we have now. Because I, it's worth mentioning, we're in Radio Utopia right now. 
I'm telling you, we are so spoiled. I I'm looked, not even being facetious. This is the greatest radio culture I've ever worked in. Greatest city to do radio in, period. And then the greatest station, really. Really? I mean, look, we're celebrating 40 this year, uh, our, our radio station, The Loop, and I just, you, you look at the big names and you're, you have to pinch yourself like, I don't know how we're... How, how have we done it? Well, we're in this building with WKQX. Which, you know, I do their local music show, Demo 312. Uh, we're in the same space as WLS, AM, and FM. And it, it's like they had a non-douchebag policy when they built their HR. Whoever did the hiring like over the last decade has done a pretty decent job. Like, yeah, no one sucks. I like I the people I work anyone. with. Right. You know, I was sitting in the lunchroom, and I've had a lot of weird jobs over the past few years, uh, non-radio jobs. I was sitting in the lunchroom. I think I was sitting with Tim and Lauren from KQX oh, so and cool. uh, our video guy who's awesome. His name is Giorgio. And we're just... G? Yeah, G. <laughs> and we're just bullshitting. And I, I literally paused and thought to myself, this is good. Life is good. Like, I, I enjoy the people I work with. Mm-hmm. This is fun. Everyone's relaxed. There's no anxiety. I, th- I think it's just a great culture. And that's what, like... Radio is kind of like in the culture of fear right now. Well, it, it, it never hasn't been. I mean, right. radio has always been that culture. Right. Everyone's always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. And, you know, you never want to be the ignorant person who doesn't see the shoe about to drop. Right, because you're the one that gets, like, the escort on, on a Thursday or a Friday afternoon. Right, and followed by an email wishing you well in your future endeavors. But I don't feel that. I don't at all, and that's what made me come here. Like, I was terrified to move to Chicago. This is not me. I am very much the... You like your routine staying in... I used to ride horses. I lived on a farm outside of Atlanta. So, I mean, I was farming in Florida when I started in radio. And then I brought the farm. I brought all the horses up to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I did Atlanta for four years. And then they brought me up here. And they're like, hey, hey, we're sending you to Chicago. They brought me in the office on a Friday, closed the door. And they're like, hey, uh, yeah, we were wondering if you wanted to do a Chicago show. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll voice track. I'll send my, you know, mm-hmm. we can record something. No, 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 no. You can't fake Chicago. You That's have amazing. to be live in Chicago. So I'm still pinching myself, you know, like it's just I'm still playing pretend, I think. It's just another way of performance uh, to me, personal performance. Did did I ever tell you my Atlanta story? No. (gasps) Maybe. Claremont Lounge? No. I don't even know what that is. What? You don't know the Claremont Lounge? Okay, sorry. So I was working for Emmis Interactive. Now, Emmis was, is uh, a media company that at the time owned a lot of radio stations, including uh, The Loop at the time. Um and a lot of magazines, and I worked for the interactive division of Emmis, and I did a lot of traveling. I did a lot of consulting and training of other media companies. And we had a bunch of clients in Atlanta. We had the, uh, well, Atlanta Magazine, and then there was a couple of the Lincoln Financial stations. I think it was like Star and a couple other ones. Yes, Star 94. And uh, there was a sports station there, which at the time was owned by Big League, I want to say. And I was, I forgot the... I forgot what the call letters were. But anyway, I went down to Atlanta to meet with the webmaster and the the staff there. And I got in the night before and I went to dinner with the webmaster at Tavern at on Phipps, maybe? Oh, the douchiest buckhead. The douchiest. Oh. Where, where all the uh, oh, servers, yeah. all the female servers look like the uh, Robert Palmer Addicted to Love video. They're yes. All, uh, all in black it. with like the, the tight hair pulled back. Ooh. Kind of yeah. hot. That's but still. on you. That's on you for going there. I didn't know. Anyway, <laughs> so we're at dinner, and the, oh, the webmaster says, the oh, by the way, Andrew, I think it was, uh, the, the owner of the radio station, uh, is out, and he wants to meet you. Can we go you know, from here? Do you mind meeting him at a bar? Yeah, no problem. Oh, boy. So I'm in a rental car. Or no, I'm in a, we jumped in a cab, 
and we went to a place. I didn't know where we were going. <laughs> went to a place called the Pink Pony. Oh, the Pink Pony. Second place to the Claremont Lounge. Which is Claremont Lounge a strip club? Claremont Lounge is the strip club where strippers go to die. Everyone's in their like 70s and 80s and they play their own um, jukebox songs nice. they dance to. It's nice. depressing, but it's like you have to go there. Everyone goes. The celebrities go there. So I mean, it's really awkward. I don't know this guy. I don't know the guy we're going to meet. And suddenly we're Pink at a strip pony. club. Full nude, by the way. Different from Chicago. Oh yeah, no, there was a lot of <gasps> a lot of beef. Uh, but I've going to a strip club. One is awkward. Two with people you don't know is the worst. That and it, like we're we're walking in the front I just door. Got a flashback. Did you? Yes. From the time we went to the Pink Pony. No, it's a Pink Pony story. Oh, okay. I don't want to one up yours because I talk over you and then I one up you. No, no, you're not going to one up me. Anyway, we're like <laughs> walking in the front door and I'm like, what do I do here? I've got the corporate Amex. Do I? pay for the dude's cover like how do i handle this what's that expense report look like i'm stressing out about all these different things uh so i i ended up paying cash out of pocket for both of us oh boy. Uh, and then i'm sitting at this table at the pink pony with the webmaster and the general manager nobody's talking there's no small talk like hey what's it like in chicago what's new it's just these dudes mesmerized by these bottomless women and they're playing weird music uh, in the house sound system. I think they played like Mickey by Tony Basil. And, I, oh my God. you know, going back to what we were saying about. I probably, I've done so many gigs there. At the Pink Pony. That's what I'm trying to say. My first gig in Atlanta when I moved there, I got promoted to Atlanta. Oh, my God. Was the Pink Pony. And I'd never seen a naked woman before in the flesh. Uh, they're, they're, they're awesome. But yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm listening to Tony Basil. And I, like I was saying before, sometimes if there's a lag in conversation or no one's talking, I try to awkwardly fill it. So we're sitting there, Pink Pony. We're listening to Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so Stop fine. You it. blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Stop. And it. I'm saying to these guys, you know, I'm pretty sure this was played at my bar mitzvah party. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. And then I'm like, that was a dumb thing to say. I wish I could take that back. No, because there's so many embarrassing moments I have at the Pink Pony because that was my first gig. And they, that's what they do. All the corporate guys go there. So you just got, you went to the you went to the fancy Buckhead restaurant, you mm-hmm. went to the Pink Pony. That's the Atlanta experience. But if you want to kick it up a notch, you need to go to the Pink Pony when they do the strip club nationals. That was my first gig. Is it like America's Got Talent, but with... It's America's Got Talent with a full, fully nude show. And the girls score points based on how raunchy they get. Um, and then you judge them on display, costume, and everything. I kid you not, I did it with... Uh, Peter Moylan hey, you want to toss your- of the Atlanta Braves. Oh, I'm still going to eat that. Okay, but uh, Peter Moylan of the Atlanta Braves and John Rocker. Remember oh, him? Yeah. John Rocker loves the Pink Pony. Yeah, he's a role uh, model. Oh, yeah. So it was me, John Rocker, and a sports figure, another one, uh, hosting it. And I think the girl that won sang The Devil Went Down to Georgia with a puppet that popped out of her. You know what? And uh, she played the banjo on her. The fiddle. Fiddle, sorry. That's talent. Yeah. It was crazy. I think the second place chick was a girl that put a sparkler. Oh, that, that's cool. And did the fireworks Katy Perry song. Uh-huh. Maybe, uh, it, I that, can't even make this up. Pink that's old hat, though. The, the fire, fireworks out of the cooch. That's, I mean, yeah. that's... Well, then you you come... I come from, you know, doing radio there, where I like doing... I like doing Atlanta radio. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But being in Chicago, like I said, is a whole nother level. Better cheeseburgers, better sports... I mean, and we're not a strip club town. Well, you got to go south side for that, isn't it? Like the the ten dollar by the airport. Yeah, you got to go by the airport. At the airport, right, right. For, for the traveling businessman. I've come a long way. I'm happy I'm here. So I'm I w- right now. I want to ask you about your dog. 
I can't tell if you love your dog, want to murder your dog, maybe both on the same day. The dog, the dog's a problem because like <laughs> I'm, okay, and I, I don't know if I told you this already. Like you, have, how many kids do you have two? Yeah. Okay, so you ha- what if you had one, right? And then you're like, I don't know, this one's really great. I don't know if I want a second one because that one could be a dick. Well, <laughs> that's what happened. So my, I moved to Chicago and my dog got killed by a train here. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. In Chicago? Yeah, in Chicago. Oh, he man. got loose and got killed. I watched that happen in slow you motion. You watched it happen? Oh my God. It was really bad. I t- had to take a bereavement like three days. I, I bet you get, did. I couldn't get it together. I still can't. So I did what any you know grieving parent would do. I went to the pound and I'm like, let me get another fucked up dog to fix. <laughs> It's like this is like my relationship. So about a month down the road, I got this. <laughs> I got this dingo. She's an Australian cattle dog. Uh huh. So they're mixed with wild dingoes. They're they're meant to move. The, it's the cattle industry, probably the beef we're eating. The cattle industry in Australia, which is huge. Yeah. Um. And the the dogs there are meant to be, um, like just rugged. I mean, you know, there's there's always something trying to kill you. They're rugged. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're crocodiles, and they bite the ankles of the cattle to move them. So I've got this cattle-eating monster fuck, you know, in my one-bedroom studio downtown, and she's just nuts. She's nuts. So I've done everything I can to, like, help her because everyone tells me I should give her back, but... No, once you're in, you're in. You can't give it back. You're a second-born, you know? I, it's so funny. I had a dog for... The, this dog was the absolute... Dog love of my life. My dog's name was Crypto, named after Crypto the Super Dog from the planet Krypton. And, you know, she died at the age of maybe 11. Uh, Just a wonderful Labrador. I said, my family said, we're going to wait. We're not going to jump right into getting a new dog. We need need time. A couple months later, first dog ad I see. Yep. We went and got this dog, who was nuts, had all kinds of emotional problems, and ended up- And you're comparing it to the last- to crypto. Yes, exactly. It's not crypto. It's so hard when when you have a dog and you don't have that dog anymore, you want that space filled with a dog. I made the same mistake. We weren't ready for a dog. We didn't have time to properly- We're still mourning. Right. We didn't vet the dog, so to speak. Um, nope. It was the wrong dog. And she ended up dying at the age of like six. Oh, you got lucky had, there. She had horrible mental, physical, everything oh, problems. Oh, man. Um, but it, it was like such a such a such a miss, and of course, as mentioned, I have children, and I think, oh, that's not the dog I want them to remember growing up with. Uh, like, that's yeah. the wrong dog. Well, I don't have any kids, so it's just me and the dingo. And since I'm single, it's like I've made. That's what I do. Like I work. No, no joke. I go to work. I work out after the gym, and then I walk that damn dog for like six hours at nighttime. Which I've got I was to- gonna walk her here, but I think there's no dogs for the cheeseburger. She'd be in the back, like scarfing down French fries. I, I'd honestly be fine with that. I love dogs. Oh, uh, but isn't so. that a good way to meet guys? No one comes up to me because she looks terrifying. Oh, really? She looks like a wild dingo. Because it was always my impression, especially in this neighborhood, if you have a dog. It's a, it's a good icebreaker. You would think. I don't know. I, I was, you know, it's funny. I was thinking that today. Like, I was looking at myself in the reflection of, like, the shops, you know, on Clark. And I'm like, am I getting uglier? Oh, Because Jesus. no one's hitting on me or sexually harassing me on the street anymore. It could be the dog or it could be me. Um, I'm uh, I don't sorry. get whistled at. I don't get, hey, these, that's These a are cute good dog. things, Lindsay. These are good things. Oh, maybe she's good for me. I mean, they you, t- you don't want to get cat called. You don't want to get whistled at. But that's interaction. I mean, it's oh. just stitch and eye in isolation. Walking down the road, no one comes near. I mean, people see us across the street with their dogs, and they like 
jump two blocks down <laughs> to avoid us. Oh, no. It's not, she goes after anything that moves. So cyclist, uh, skateboarder. She hates skateboarders. Well, I do too. Yeah, me too. Like, bah, 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 bah. she hates those Lance Armstrong motherfuckers. Like, she hates them all. <laughs> so it's it's stressful. And you know, I bought her a doggy treadmill. I saw that. <laughs> I trained her to go a doggy treadmill. You've really thrown everything you could at this. I just want to be. I at the end of the day, I want to know that I tried everything and I, my conscience is clean. Okay. You know. But, uh, tell me you about set your kid up for success. The, the dog got into medical marijuana. Okay, that's a story, and it made me sound like an asshole to the no. vet because I had to call the emergency vet. My my mom my mom has m- m- MS, like I said right. earlier, and she has the medicinal marijuana in Detroit, and she was babysitting my dog in Detroit, and my dog went through her stash and ate the finest <laughs> medical grade THC gummies that she could find. Gummies. And I didn't even know, like, how do you prepare yourself for that? Like, I didn't know she was high. I'm just, I'm taking her back from Detroit, you know, driving back that weekend. That was a Sunday. Driving back from Detroit, because sometimes I go there over the weekends when we get weekends off. Were you listening to Echoes by Pink Floyd? I I don't know, but she, like, I looked back and her, like, eyes started, like, sinking in. And she just glared at me from the back seat. And by that time, I already hit Lakeshore Drive. Uh And I'm like, oh, my God. And I called my mom frantically. Like, I knew that face. I'm like, she's high as on something that's crazy so I call my mom and I'm like check your purse what's in there and she's like oh my gummies are missing so I have to call the emergency vet because you google it and then the worst pops up on google like oh she's gonna die this is it my dog is high on weed I'm an awful mom you're not an awful mom I mean the dog has a will of its own and sometimes but I don't like her enough to actually keep her overnight at the emergency so I drove down western to go to the emergency vet I told my sister to Google dogs and marijuana, and I she she called me back, and she's like, eh, it's okay. She'll just be high for 24 hours, so I turned around in the parking lot and brought her back home, and we just sat there the rest of the day. I, I, I swear to you, there's a picture on the internet. It's my dog high on the couch. That's amazing. You Google dogs and marijuana, usually you get, like, send dog from Cypress Hill. Yeah, right. Exactly. Snoop Dogg? Uh-huh. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Send right. dog. Yeah. Lindsay's yeah. dog. On a scale of one to Snoop Dogg, Stitch was, like, feeling like Willie Nelson. I don't know, man. She was she was out of, out of this planet, so. So, all right. Musically, you do Middays on the Loop, mm-hmm. starting at 930 every day. Thank You've you. been surrounded by music for your entire career. What are those bands that really move you? They don't have to be things that the loop plays, but what are those bands that, you know, I, once once that music's on, you're locked in, you're good. You know what's silly is that I've I I've become accustomed to love everything that we play. Well, not everything, but um. I think I think we I, both don't like Pink Floyd. We both don't like Pink Floyd. We've bonded mm-hmm. over that before. We have. I just, I've tried so deep, I've definitely and you know tried. what? I'm too dumb for it. You know who else I'm too dumb for? Rush. I love Rush, but I, I love I, Rush, but I'm stupid. No, you're not stupid. By the way, I've got to interrupt. Speaking of the fact that I love dogs, there's a bulldog coming towards oh us. Oh my god! I love cute, bulldogs. Cute, cute, cute. He's cute. He's not like obese. He's just like kind of chubby. I think bulldogs are adorable. Oh, what is he going in on? Oh, he found something. It's probably the scent of cheeseburgers across the road. You can like, smell it. I, walking into you. the restaurant, you can smell it from the street. That is a cool dog. My next dog. I'm, I'm working on this. I'm waiting to hear if. Uh, my breeder's dog is pregnant. I'm going to get really? a Bernie, Bernie's Mountain Dog. I know just the guy in Wisconsin that breeds oh, really? them. Yeah. Like, sheep shows them, too. So if you need a backup, I, backup to um, your third this child. This breeder I've been talking to out kind of by Wisconsin also shows 
Burners. That is a cool oh, dog. Oh, They don't even know we're recording this. Bye, oh, dog. They could bring the dog in the car. No, All right, fun. so okay, rock. Uh, we, we agree that we don't like Pink Floyd. Don't like Pink Floyd. I love Foo Fighters. I okay. think the coolest music experience of my life is because of a listener How so? in Chicago. Really? I'd been here for two months, and it was when Foo Fighters announced their uh, Sonic Highways album, mm-hmm. and they were going to drop it with the Chicago show at mm-hmm. the Cubby Bear, and you couldn't get in. There's right. like th- Virgin got in. Virgin and his like biker I'm, buddies got in. I kid you not. I'm not not at all shocked. He, he right, and I introduced him to Butch Walker, and he brought Butch Walker as his plus one to the Foo Fighters. Show. That's amazing. From Marvelous Three, right? Of course. And so, so it's me begging online on my fan page if anyone had a plus one. So I went with a listener. I went with a complete stranger. I didn't pay him for it. We hung out. We drank Red Bull, and we watched Dave Grohl slam Jägermeister at the Cubby Bear. It was the most insane experience of my life. This is before he screwed up his leg. So he's like on top of the cubby bear. Oh yeah, he's. A, I've, he's... I've been in Chicago two two months at that point, and then I'm like, Chicago's fucking cool. <laughs> like you don't get that in Atlanta at the Pink Pony. You don't get that in Florida, man. Like this is happening right now. There's a sound in Chicago, and I I love grunge. I well I love Dave Grohl. So Foo Fighters are my favorite band. I've got an Everlong tattoo on my foot. Do you really? Yeah. It says, it says, okay, hear me out. It says she sang on it. Because I used to be a singer. Right. And I'm not. Wait, is it like, it's on the top of your foot? Yeah, it's cursive. She sang. It's not at the bottom. Like, it would Yeah, that'd be off. really unco- yeah. profoundly uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But I really love, like, I love the 90s tracks we play. I love Soundgarden. Like, mm-hmm. Chris Cornell. Um, I love Guns N' Roses. My Still my favorite al- album of all time is Appetite. 30 really? years this year. Yeah. I really love what we do. And that's why I feel so awkward. Like, on my stations, I'm on like some newer alternative mm-hmm. rock stations. I told you, and it makes me so nervous because I don't know how to pronounce the new bands. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm like, this isn't Fleetwood Mac. You're a musicologist, so again, I'm always like, I'm nervous to talk to you because you know your shit. That's silly. You know that's silly. No, you know your stuff, man. Oh, I grew up. I, you know that here in the Midwest, we grow up listening to. Classic John, rock. I mean, I grew John up on... Mellencamp. But no, I, I grew up... I mean, the, the bands I listened to as a small child were Rush, Zeppelin. Uh, little, I think the first album I ever bought was Rock and Roll Over by Kiss. Oh, my God. Bought Are that. you excited to see them this summer? I saw them last summer. Uh, oh, see, I've never seen Kiss. You got to see them. I've, you, know, I've, you know exactly what that show is before you no, walk in No, I the take door. that back. They were performing at the show. I was just drinking outside. In the parking lot, listening to Kiss. Which doesn't count. Which is why I think Ravinia <laughs> is such a bullshit experience. Have you been to Ravinia since you've been here? I've never been to Ravinia. Okay, Ravinia is an outdoor theater in Highland Park, which is a very oh. rich suburb. Uh, just go down the Edens, then keep going. Um, it's in this very pricey neighborhood. And the thing with Ravinia is people like to get lawn tickets. They make it, make this into like... A night of competitive picnicking. They'll bring yes. candelabras and the tables and the charcuterie and the fine cheeses and oh bottles God. of wine, and they make a night of it. But the thing is, you can't actually see the stage from anywhere on the lawn. Anywhere. And it's awkward as shit for the artists. I've seen I've seen that before. Oh, God, the cops. Everybody act natural. Uh, uh. There, there is a police car right here at the intersection <laughs> yes. of Bryn Mawr and Clark, and he is looking at me okay. as I'm... Talking, Talking to Lindsay about here. Wine and cheese. We have the light on in my car. We have microphones in front of us. 
He's not sure what to do. There's Please a ch- don't pull there is a chance we're going to be talking to law enforcement soon. Uh, has that ever happened to your show? It hasn't. He just turned down. Oh man! There is a chance. Is this legal? This is what? totally legal. It's we're completely legal. Cars. Yeah, uh-huh. screw him. That's interesting, though. He definitely uh, was checking us out. Checking you out. He was checking You're you the out. suspicious one. I don't have headphones on. True. I'm just here. Oh my God! I'm gonna be thrown up against my car. <laughs> oh, it gets real rough in uh, Andersonville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, until he until he comes and pulls me out of my Mazda. Right. Um, Things get wild. You know, I've been at one of those venues too. What you're talking about? They have that. In Atlanta, they have pavilion by seats. By the Pink Pony, they have Jimmy Buffett there every year. Okay. And it's like it's so awkward. They had lit there one year and lit walked off stage because people were more interested drinking wine and doing their cheese plates than yeah. It's well, a that's lit it. show. Well, and also the thing with Ravinia, because it's in this high-priced neighborhood, the volume never gets too loud there. Yeah. The, the overall... And you so have you to can, go to bed by 10. Right. Like they cut it off early. You can't really rock at a venue where the volume's at like 60% of what it would be in any other venue. I've tried to, to enjoy it. I've done Pavilion for a couple shows, which is clearly better, but it is just... It's like a bunch of 45-year-old people, and I say that as someone in his mid-40s, who are trying to reclaim their childhoods. Yeah, it, it's exactly it's it. brutal. I keep looking. I'm sorry. I'm I know, distracted. I'm, I'm I keep little... looking in the side view mirror for the cops, even though we don't have anything on us. Like I just have no. It just looks weird. And to be fair, I I think I might have uh, saved the day by putting the uh, car magnet on my side of the car. It says Carcon Carne, the world's only food podcast recorded in a car. He may have pieced it together. If I didn't have the magnet, it might look a little more sus- suspicious. Was he on the front? Is it on the front? <laughs> no, it's it's on my side. How about you do a vehicle wrap? Well, someday ah. when, when when Mazda decides to sponsor the, the podcast, yes, they're welcome to, to wrap my vehicle. Well, I think your podcast is lovely and not Thank at you. all uh, illegal. All right. Lindsay, you're a delight. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for introducing me to this place. Thank you for popping my podcast, Cherry. I, truly a pleasure. It makes me uncomfortable to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you. 